This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squeeze Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Wednesday, November 24. In Squeeze Kids Today, aftershocks hamper earthquake rescue. The world's biggest goldfish. World Cup disappointment for Aussies and Ibis versus Cane Toad. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. Aftershocks from Monday's devastating earthquake on the Indonesian island of Java continued to rumble through our near neighbour yesterday, making it dangerous for rescuers still scrambling to save people trapped in rubble. Aftershocks are small earthquakes that follow large ones. As we discussed yesterday, earthquakes happen when tectonic plates grind up against one another. Tectonic plates are the overlapping bits of the Earth's crust. There are seven major tectonic plates. Australia sits on the Australian plate. Java, which is where the earthquake happened, sits on a spot where the Australian plate meets the Eurasian plate. The spot where the plates meet is called a fault line. Now, because the plates are slowly, gradually moving, they push up against one another. And eventually, the pressure becomes so great, there's a sudden movement of the plates which causes the earth to shake. As the plates settle into their new positions, there are smaller earthquakes, or aftershocks. And by yesterday afternoon, there had been no fewer than 140 aftershocks in Indonesia. And that makes it hard for rescues to take place, because each time the earth moves again, houses which are partially collapsed start shaking again. Making a bad situation even worse yesterday were reports that up to 80 schools were in the quake zone, with many school buildings destroyed. The quake struck at lunchtime on Monday, meaning many children were in class at the time. Earthquakes happily happen very rarely in Australia because we are not situated on a fault line. To better explain the science of earthquakes and volcanoes, we've produced a Squiz Kids shortcut on the topic, a 10-minute kid-friendly deep dive into why they happen, where they happen, and how people that live in those places adapt. It will run immediately following this podcast if you're listening on an app or otherwise in the Squiz Kids feed or via squizkids.com.au. You're welcome. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in France, where a man fishing in a lake has caught the world's biggest goldfish. The fish in question, known as the carrot for its bright orange colour, was plonked into the lake 20 years ago. And since then it has grown and grown and grown. Despite many fishermen trying to catch the carrot, he's managed to avoid getting hooked. Until recently, when he was reeled in and stuck on the scales where he weighed in at an impressive 30 kilograms. Now that's about half an adult human, almost as much as a lot of you guys probably weigh. Wowzers. The carrot was let go once a bunch of photos were taken of him and slipped happily back to the inky depths of the lake, presumably to grow even bigger. I've stuck photos and video of him in today's episode notes. Time. 
They came, they played their Socceroo hearts out, but ultimately they lost, as defending World Cup champions France showed why they're the team to beat this tournament. I'm talking of course about the Socceroos, Australia's national men's soccer team, and their first game against France at the World Cup in Qatar, which took place yesterday morning as we all chowed down on our brekkie cereal. Hopes were running high after Aussie striker Craig Goodwin scored the first goal of the match, hinting that perhaps, just perhaps, Australia might pull off an early upset. But the French then scored four in a row. Oops. The 4-1 final scoreline means Australia is now at the bottom of its group and will likely have to win both of its next two games against Tunisia and world number 10 Denmark if we're going to progress to the knockout stage. Another country licking its wounds yesterday was Argentina, one of the best footballing countries in the world. In fact, it's ranked number three in the world and features amongst its ranks Lionel Messi. But Argentina lost yesterday 2-1 to Saudi Arabia, a country that is ranked 51st in the world. That's the country ranked 51 in the world, beating the country ranked 3 in the world. You do the maths. And in other football news, fans of Manchester United were disappointed to learn yesterday that Cristiano Ronaldo would be leaving the club. Ronaldo's sudden departure followed an interview in Britain in which he was critical of the club and its owners. It's just all drama all the time in football land. Animal Kingdom. Ah, the ibis. Otherwise known as the bin chicken, the dumpster diver, the tip turkey and the flying rat. They're the bane of picnickers everywhere. And while they might annoy humans, they might well prove to be the secret weapon in our fight against cane toads. In what is shaping as an epic ibis versus cane toad showdown, reports have been coming in from citizen scientists on the Gold Coast of ibises using a very clever method to eat cane toads. Most animals won't go near the cane toad, which is a pest as well as being seriously ugly, because they secrete a toxin through their skin when they feel threatened or are picked up by a predator. But some ibis appear to have learned to pick up the toad, whack it around a bit so it lets out its poison, then go and wash the toad in the nearest creek before scoffing it down. It's gross and fascinating all at the same time. Hands up who wants to win a super cool Super Mario Lego set this Christmas. Okay, keep your hand up if you'd like to help out families in need this Christmas. Then take that hand of yours that's in the air and put it together with your other hand and get cracking on a Lego build. Why? Because as part of our special Christmas charity campaign, Squiz Kids has teamed up with Lego. And for every Lego build a Squiz Kid creates and shares on Instagram using the hashtag build to give, Lego will donate a Lego set to a family in need this Christmas. It's just genius. And already you've been showing us how clever you can be with Lego. The builds that many of you have already shared are just epic. It's really simple to give back this Christmas, to share a little bit of festive joy. Simply create something with Lego, share it on Instagram via your parents' account, tag at SquizKids and hashtag BuildToGive. And with your parents' permission, we'll reshare it on our Instagram. Not only will you have done a good thing this Christmas, you'll also go into the draw to win one of two Super Mario Lego sets or a copy of the Brickman's big book of better builds. But 
Don't dilly-dally. We've only got until December 9 to show the world how generous Squiz Kids can be. I've stuck details about the Build to Give campaign in today's episode notes. So, don't just sit there. Get building already. Time for the Squiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What sort of fish was the enormous one an English fisherman pulled from a French lake? Yeah, that's right. It was a goldfish. Question number two. Which team beat the Socceroos at the World Cup yesterday morning? Yes, that's right. It was France. Question number three. Which bird, common in Australia, also known as a bin chicken, has devised a clever way to eat cane toads? Yeah, that's right. It's the ibis. Shout outs. It's November 24. Only 30 days till Christmas. This is getting serious, people. It's also Thanksgiving Day today in the United States. And the ARIA Awards tonight, where the best and brightest of the Aussie music scene are celebrated. It's also a special day for these Squiz Kids celebrating a birthday today. Blake from Cannon Hill, Kirsty from Yarrawonga, Neve from Brighton, Geordie from Appen, Zan who's travelling around Australia, Nick from Preston West, Adam from Old Bar, Ben from Cherrybrook, Pedro from Brisbane, Eman from The Gap, Amy from Brankston, Owen from Waruka, and Lorelai from Melbourne. And a special birthday shout out today goes to Jarvis from Bendigo. Jarvis is actually a Vision Australia seeing eye dog puppy, and he's heading off to Melbourne very soon for more training. And belated birthday shout outs go to Eliana from Walpole and Charlie from Guildford. And today's classroom shout outs, you ready? Settle in. Go to Class 6B and Ms. Bakar at Girraween Public School, Class 56E and Ms. Earl at Dobroyd Point Public School. Class 4-5 Yellow and Mr. Borton at St. Patrick's Primary School in Bega. Class 6-0 at Dysart State School. And a special thank you to their teacher, Miss Orr, for an awesome final year of primary school. To Classes 5-J, 5-T and 3-M at Trinity Anglican School in Cairns. And also a thank you to all the teachers there for a great year. And finally, a shout out to Year 6 at Ellamore Vale Public School. And happy birthday to their teacher, Mrs. Brown. One more special shout out to Mrs. Longbottom at Rutherford Public School and congratulations on your 30th anniversary of teaching. That is amazing. Don't forget if you've got a birthday coming up and you'll want a shout out or if you're after a classroom shout out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. 